This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, Stacy Kropinski with the Children's Inn talks to us about the latest with the organization and the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign. The Children's Inn, well, they've been busy lately. For one, they've recently announced that they are expanding their operations. This is great news, but it's also bittersweet. This expansion only means that more people in the Sioux Empire need to use the Children's Inn in order to escape from domestic violence. That That's why the drive-out campaign is so important. For the month of July, you can expect to see ambassadors over social media sharing facts about domestic violence and starting a conversation like this. One in three women in South Dakota will experience domestic violence in her lifetime. One in three women in the state alone. It's time to speak up and create a social change. You can easily create this change by posting pictures using hashtag drive out domestic violence and visiting driveoutdv.com. There you'll find out more facts and information, and you can also purchase some merchandise which will go directly to towards the children's Zen. Now, these t-shirts, they're actually pretty cool. They have the slogan, hope is stronger than fear. You post it on all your social media accounts, and this is all to start the a conversation. Follow the children's Zen on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, because no one should have to live in fear, especially in their own home. Now, here at Results Radio Town Square Media, we are proud partners of the children's Zen to help hashtag drive out domestic violence for our community give hope and together we can make an impact and you can learn more by visiting that website driveoutdv.com it's so important that we educate others and this campaign shows that hope is really stronger than fear stacy with the children's and tells us about this continued fight and how you can get involved with this campaign and the organization itself with other volunteer opportunities all that and more coming up on sunday Focus. Suffering from fear, depression, anxiety, or loneliness? If so, there's hope. The power of prayer can transform your life. At Direct Line Prayer Center, we're here to walk beside you and take your issues of life to the giver of life. Our prayer team is ready to pray for you in person, by telephone, or via email. To learn more, check us out at directlinesd.org or call 605 274 9274. With so many myths about the COVID-19 vaccine, it's important to know the facts. Every COVID-19 vaccine goes through rigorous testing to show that it's safe and effective for patients. Similar to the flu shot, the most common side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines are injection site pain, soreness, and swelling. These side effects show that a vaccine is working and your body is building an immune response. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more about the COVID-19 vaccines at San. Stanfordhealth.org. 
Welcome back to Sunday Focus. I'm being joined by Stacy Kropensky. We know her with the children's and she's their development coordinator. And Stacy, welcome in the studio. Thank you so much for having me. How long has it been since you've been in here with me? Uh, you know, not that long. I couple probably of just months. A few. <laughs> it has been a while. Yes. I think you're one yes. of the returning guests we've had in here. So welcome. And there's just so much to go over with you. July is a very busy month and that's for a great reason. But first, as always, Tell us about the Children's Inn for anyone who isn't familiar with it. Yeah, so Children's Inn is here in Sioux Falls. We serve victims of domestic violence and child abuse and neglect. So we offer a variety of services. It's everything from safe shelter if someone needs it. Um, But we also have a crisis hotline. We have um, both group and individual counseling. We have a parenting education coordinator who offers parenting classes. Um, We serve Sioux Falls and Minnehaha County but also Lincoln Turner Union and McCook. So we also have an outreach advocate that helps to connect with resources in those communities. Um, Essentially, what we're doing is working with those victims of domestic violence and child abuse and neglect and providing what they need um, to turn their lives around and be able to live their lives free of violence. Um, All of our services are offered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and are at no cost to those individuals who need those services. Now, give our listeners an idea of just how essential your organization is here in the Sioux Empire. So we're seeing, you know, last year, um, of course, last year was just interesting. We'll just go. We'll just go with that. (laughs) That's a nice way of putting it. (laughs) Um, But we're serving around a thousand individuals with safe safe shelter every year Um, and then of course with all of our other services where people can also come to us um, I didn't mention our drop-in services where someone can come and talk about their situation and find out what resources are available or maybe they want to know how to help someone else who's in a situation Um, so with all of those services combined we're reaching a couple thousand people annually with our services geez that's insane so you already alluded to it but last year was interesting Can you run down any numbers, whether it was from 2020 or from previous years, and just how did they kind of compare? Sure. So, you know, over the last several years, we've just seen a steady increase as the city of Sioux Falls has continued to grow. We have seen an increase in the numbers of individuals that were um, seeking safe shelter and Mm -hmm. seeking services. In 2020, it was a little bit interesting because what we saw was domestic violence was still happening, Mm -hmm. even though people were um, confined to their homes. Domestic violence was still happening, but it was harder for people to get out of those situations because for a while, like the transportation options were limited. Um, People weren't sure if we were open and it was just harder to get away from the abuse because their abuser was right there with them. So domestic violence calls actually went up during the pandemic But our numbers in safe shelter actually went down because of those reasons I just mentioned. However, throughout that, our crisis calls went up. And so people were still reaching out to us and talking about their situations. And they were trying to figure out how to get out of those situations. It just was a lot harder to do during the pandemic. Since we've um, started to reopen communities and kind of, you know, get back to whatever our new normal Mm -hmm. is, um, we have seen our numbers kind of on the steady increase again. Um, While our crisis calls were up last year, they're up even more this year. So they're up 17% this year as compared to the same time last year. So 
Unfortunately, we're still hearing, you know, from people who are being affected by domestic violence and who are looking for resources and help in their situation. Now, it's interesting that you brought up people weren't aware that you were open. You know, we're we're living in this world where we're told stay away from other people, only stay with your members of your family that you Mm -hmm. live with and basically isolate yourself. So how did you let people know that you were still open and available? for services. You know, we really just tried to get the word out there that we were still open. Um, You know, law enforcement knew that we were still open. We still encouraged people to get a hold of us um, throughout that process. And it was scary to kind of get out, Mm -hmm. um, maybe come stay at a shelter. And that held people back, too. Um, But we also tried to put as many things in place as we could to help ensure the safety of individuals staying with us and continue to offer some of those for anyone who still wants to um, take advantage of those opportunities to ensure safety as far as um, as far as the COVID-19 was concerned. And I have to ask, too, how is the organization doing since now we're finally seeing the light of COVID? I, I believe back in December when you and I talked, you were like, it's getting better. But now, almost six months later, how's it going? You know, it's good. Um, like I said, we still offer some things for people who uh, have that comfort level mm-hmm. where they want to take advantage of those. Um, but obviously, just like every Everyone else, we've been able to um, very much loosen the restrictions surrounding that, but still want people to feel mm-hmm. safe. Um, so if anyone is considering, we just encourage them to still reach out to Children's Inn um, for for those conversations, mm-hmm. for assistance and for support. And we can still um, offer all those services and do it in a safe way so everyone feels comfortable. Yeah. And you were saying, too, the numbers are going up at a steady rate and it's it's kind of a bittersweet thing, but it's great news as well. The Children's Inn just announced that you are expanding. So tell us more about this exciting and, like I said, just bittersweet project. It is, you know, just as you described, incredibly bittersweet. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, over the years, because we've seen that increase in numbers, we've really, really become maxed for space. And we want to be able to continue our work of not turning anyone away who needs a safe place to stay. But in order to do that, we just need more space. Yeah. And so um, looking forward to the future, we have been very blessed to be able to plan this project. We're looking at, um, you know, starting our construction here very shortly. Uh, it will be about a year and a half project uh, to completion. So we're not anticipating it will be done until about December of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will allow us more space to be able to um more efficiently serve those families and serve more families in need. Because like I said, as Sioux Falls continues to grow, we're continuing to see the numbers grow for those individuals who are reaching out for help. Where is this new building going to be located? So we're going to be over on the east side. Um, It's the former school for the deaf campus, and it's now the currently known as the Empower Campus. And so we're excited to be um, to be able to be on that campus Um, right on East 10th Street. um, Our address will actually be, uh, I think it's St. Paul or. 8th Street. Now, I can't remember which one, um, but you'll be able to see us right there from 10th Street. So it'll be easy, ex- easily accessible, um, but it's going to greatly increase the number of individuals that we're going to be able to serve. Now, why did you choose that side for the city? Was there a need there specifically or was there just a plot of land and you're like, yep, that's where we're going to be? You know, we had a few needs in looking for a, a new location for mm-hmm. this facility. We wanted to be 
accessible. That was the biggest thing. We wanted to be near bus routes, be near individuals. So we were sure. easy to get to. So that was a really big factor in that decision. Um, and then of course, becoming a part of the Empower campus, we're super excited to um, be a part of that campus. Um, you know, there's a lot of other nonprofits that are located there, which makes it easier for the clients that we're serving to access those kinds of services. And likewise, for, for individuals from some of those other, other nonprofits to be able to reach out to us for help. So I think being centrally located was a, was a really mm-hmm. big key, um, being accessible and easy to get to. Uh, and it really just made sense to be able to land on that campus. What is the difference between your current building and the new building like what can people expect to see when they look inside this new building so we have a you know we've learned things the hard way over the years um and how to have the building set up what kind of what works and what doesn't so we've taken a lot of those lessons forward in this plan for the new building um we're really excited we're gonna you know have some great security to be able to offer so those individuals seeking help from us will feel safe as they do in our current facility but Um, even more so with this facility. The biggest thing is we're just going to have more room. Um, We currently have 24 bedrooms. We operate with 40 permanent beds. So we consider our capacity to be 40 individuals. Um, But we also have cribs and rollaway beds, those kind of things. We've had as many as 79 people in one day in our current facility. So we've seen some pretty big numbers. Moving over into this new facility, it's going to give us greater room to be able to serve in individuals. Um, I believe we're going to bump up to, I think it's 38 bedrooms Mm -hmm. um, with uh, at at our capacity. um, Eventually, I think it will be 96 beds. So we'll be able to serve a lot more individuals. If you are just listening, Stacey Kropinski with the Children's Inn is joining me in the studio and for that new building, Stacey, anticipating December 2022, correct? Correct. For our completion date, you bet. All right. Awesome. And now the other reason why you're joining us today, you know, is to talk about this year's Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign. Here at Results Radio Town Square Media, we are once again proud partners with you for this event to raise awareness of domestic violence. So what's going on this month? Our Drive Out Domestic Violence campaign, we have officially kicked it off. Uh, Really, really excited about this campaign. It's very social media based. Yeah. um, But what we're looking to do is really create some conversations on the topic of domestic violence. We want people to know where to find help. So we're really trying to get that word out there. Um, We're trying to create those conversations where people are talking maybe about their own personal situation or are just becoming more educated on this topic because that's really the only way we're going to help end it is just to become more educated ourselves um, and to know about the dynamics of domestic violence and to know how pervasive it is. So through Drive Out Domestic Violence, um, fueled by our friends over at Vernity Motor Cars, Mm -hmm. um, and then we also have some other great sponsors on board. Get and Go Stores is on board with us. Um, We're just really trying to get that message out there. We've got some ambassadors, and you're you're, um, one of the ambassadors for us. Oh, I am, aren't (laughs) I? (laughs) Um, Just to help share that message and, again, create those platforms for the conversations. Ultimately, it is also a fundraiser. So we are looking to raise funds to support the work 
of Children's Inn, about 65% of our budget annually comes from charitable support. Mm. So events like this are, are really important to what we're trying to do um, in continuing the work at Children's Inn. So what can people expect to see over the next month on social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. All those different platforms. So you can watch not only from messages from ambassadors, um, but you can also tune into the Children's Inn pages on each one of those um, platforms and share those messages that you're seeing. Um, create those conversations. Start those conversations. We're trying to put out some statistics and just some awareness of Children's Inn. You know, a lot of times we get questions where people are like, oh, I, I didn't know you guys did that. Or um, I've always wondered what that was like. Or, um, But again, just trying to create those conversations. Yeah. So we've got some great videos coming out, um, some great statistics to really consider. Uh, and we're just looking for everyone to help share those messages on your platforms and so we really want people to tune in and hit that share button absolutely and what is the goal at the end of this campaign you know the goal in my mind is just always get people involved you know get people more aware about the current situation so what is that goal for you guys sure so the opportunity first of all for the for the impressions um, you know last year we were able to tap over 10 million digital impressions wow. with yeah between our ambassadors and then all of our posts Posts and videos and things like that. So we know we're getting the word out there. We know yeah. we're sharing that message, starting the conversations um, and getting people to reach out for help, which we also saw last year. Um, we had a few individuals who reached out to some of our ambassadors once they shared their own stories or kind of opened the door that this was OK to talk about. So we know that people were reaching out for help. Um, again, we're looking to raise some funds with this. So um, we'd like to see over fifty five thousand dollars raised this year. Um, pretty lofty, but I think think we're going to we're going to get there and we're going to exceed that. Um, and there's a couple of different ways we can do that. So one is the apparel sales. Mm -hmm. So the great T-shirts that you'll see our ambassadors wearing, you can buy your own. And that goes back to help children's in the apparel store is um, available by link on our driveoutdv.com website. You can also make a gift. So just make a donation on that same page. And that's more reason to do it, I think. And, you know, there are other ways that the community can get involved, too. Say if they just want to send you a donation, mm -hmm. where can they go besides going to the website? Can they visit your your location? Sure. You can find us at 409 Northwestern Avenue. You can make a gift there. Um, you can go to our Children's Inn um, website as well. Um, you can find us through Facebook to get to those websites, both the driveoutdv.com and our Children's Inn page. You can make gifts there. Um, absolutely. There's many opportunities and ways to be able to do that. Now, what's on the T-shirt for those who can't see it right now, it's hope is stronger than fear. So I have to ask, what is the hope? You always have that hope in there. You know, we really do. There's there's hope that there, you know, for, for anyone who's being affected by domestic violence, there's hope that life can be different. Um, and if if people believe and people hope, we can overcome domestic violence. And that's really our ultimate goal with this campaign um, is to drive out domestic violence. So we're we're going to do everything we can to make that happen. You know, I want to put the children's in in perspective for anyone who hasn't experienced domestic violence. And in, in that case, you're lucky. You're blessed in that regard. So how important is this organization to the Sioux Empire? Can you share some success stories with us? You know, over the years, we've had thousands upon thousands of 
individuals reach out for help. And when we can, um, when we have someone that stays with us, once they leave Children's Inn, we don't always necessarily know what happens mm-hmm. in their situation. Sometimes we do. Um, we're able to stay involved for whatever reason or, or that individual continues to reach out to us for services, which we're prepared to do and we're prepared to offer. There's really no limit on the amount of times that someone can reach out for help or support. Um, you know, maybe someone had safe shelter with us and then continued on with our counseling once they departed our shelter program. And so we have been able to maintain contact. Just knowing that someone was able to get out of that situation and be safe um, and broke the cycle for the next generation. So I know last year we had a, um, a young man reach out to us and he said, I stayed there with my mom and my siblings uh, when we were younger and you guys really helped turn things around for us. Um, once we left, we were able to start over. We had a home, we had each other, we were safe, we were able to be done with that situation. And the young man shared, you guys made the, that we had made such an impact on him that he had decided he was going to work with kids in his future and became a teacher. Um, And he got married. He had a daughter and very much decided he was not going to continue that cycle of violence. Um, He was not going to parent the same way. And so he broke this, broke the cycle. He was not going to do the things his dad had done. Um, And so just knowing for that family that that cycle has been broken for for not only him and his daughter, but for future generations. If you are just listening, Stacey Kropinski with the Children's Inn is with me in the studio. And and Stacey, when you hear success stories or witness someone's life change like that in a positive way, how does that make you feel to be a part of someone's journey? You know, I think for each of us in, in this field, we we go to work to make a difference. Um, And when we know that that has happened, it just solidifies, you know, not only our decision to do this work, but to know that we're doing good things and to know, essentially, we're saving lives. Um, You know, we've had women who have come to us who have said, I I think, had I not been able to get out of that situation, I would now be dead. Um, So we're saving lives. And I just don't think you can do better than that, than to, to have that feeling to know that today, I've made a difference. This is going to sound like a blunt question, but what are some reasons why someone should donate and support the Children's Inn during this month of July? You know, just like I I just said, we come to work every day to do this work to make a difference. We can do that work on the front line. We can we can be right in the trenches yeah. and helping these families, um, these children, these women, these men, anyone who's affected by domestic violence. We can be in the trenches and do that work. But we can't do it alone because while that while that service is free for that individual, that money still has to come from somewhere to be able to offer that service. So while we're doing that work in the trenches, we can't do it alone. So those individuals who are helping to financially support this work um, are right in it with us. Absolutely. And it's not uncommon either to come across someone that's maybe experienced domestic violence. And a lot of people don't know either. Not only could it be physical, but it's mental, too. And Mm -hmm. some people may not even realize that. Yeah, there's a lot of different types of abuse. And that's partly with our Drive Out DV campaign. We're trying to, again, educate people to understand it's not just physical violence, um, to understand that 
you know, someone's going to get out of a situation more than one time, more than likely. That's what the national average is, um, that seven to nine times it will take an individual to leave a situation in order to make a final break. Um, you know, so we see a lot of different numbers like that. Um, and we just want to continue to help people in those situations. There are other ways that you can get involved with the Children's Inn this year and throughout the year. What are some other events that you have going on? Yeah, this is the biggest one, of course, through the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our gift wrap booth in the during the holiday season. Um, that takes, boy, seven to 800 volunteers to yeah. be able to provide all the manpower for that. So that's a pretty important one. We also have the Media One Fun Ski in January, which is a really fun outdoor event. Yes, in January <laughs> in South Dakota. Um, so if you're a snowboarder or or a skiing buff that's a great event to tune in for um, and then of course the work of children's in just it continues all year long and so there's always an opportunity to go to the website and make a gift if you feel so moved um, we have some individuals who have gone to the website and created a recurring gift where it just automatically you know makes a gift each month um, to the work of children's in and so it's all incredibly helpful um, but the biggest thing like I said with this campaign is really helping spread the word we want to create so change and it's going to take all of us to do that and to to make this topic an acceptable one to talk about mm-hmm. an acceptable one to reach out for help for um, and for just just for people to understand the dynamics around domestic violence yeah and always start that conversation too now you're always are you are always looking for something you know you're you're growing which is again bittersweet so any items that you need or are looking for right now yeah you know we're doing okay at the moment um our needs do change we would just recommend individuals check our website um the chssd.org slash children's in for our needs list of course once we hit the holiday season we we tend to have a lot more needs then Mm -hmm. um we kind of stock up for the rest of the year we do always have a need for some some food items like snack items um laundry detergent remains a pretty big one for us um and then gift items to be able to give the kids and things is a big one that we usually look for during the holiday season, too. Absolutely. Any volunteer opportunities coming up with you guys? Yeah. You know, we always have volunteers at Children's Inn. Um, we're just kind of resuming some of that normal operation as far as having our volunteers on site um, at Children's Inn. The biggest one is probably that gift wrap booth mm-hmm. event during the holiday season. And and actually with the Drive Out Domestic Violence campaign, you could call our, our um, being an ambassador for us volunteering because that's it's really a big part of this campaign which um to find the toolkit if you specifically want to help with that our toolkit is on our website at driveoutdv.com just download our general ambassador toolkit and it'll walk you through the different ways you can help you can um, utilize our facebook frame for drive out dv um and then you can also help share the message it provides you with some statistics if you would like to make your own posts like our ambassadors are doing strongly encourage that you do that absolutely and now more than ever is so important to help out the children's in for their drive out domestic violence campaign and i gotta say the shirts are very comfortable i was just telling stacy that sometimes i wear to work out in Uh just it's it's a light material and more importantly it gets that message out there and 
it gets the conversation going. And once again, where can people find out more information about this campaign, Stacey, with that website? All of the details are at driveoutdv.com. The link to the um, apparel store is there as well. Um, Aside from the t-shirts, there's some sweatshirts, some long sleeve tees, um, just some really fun apparel to go check out and and to buy your own with the same message. And again, some of those proceeds go back to help children's in. Um, And you can also make your gift there, download those statistics. Everything you'll need is on the driveoutdv.com website. Yeah, and you can also learn more information throughout the month. Like Stacey said, keep up on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media you're on for the children's in to find out more information about domestic violence, not only just in our area, but in the state as well. There's also a bunch of information about this campaign on all the results Radio Town Square Media websites. And Stacey Kropinski, once again, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. All right, we'll be back. When approaching a highway construction zone, slow down. I am Trooper Devon Clark of the South Dakota Highway Patrol. Always slow down to at least the posted speed limit when going through a construction zone. That way you can protect those working on the highways and you can be prepared to stop if necessary. And slowing down in construction zones can also save you money because speeding fines are doubled in work zones. Help everybody stay safe. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue and you can use like anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey bro! Toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank Stacy Kropinski with the Children's Inn for joining us today on the program to talk about the organization, the new exciting changes happening, and the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign. We can change this together with the Drive Out Domestic Violence Campaign. You can easily be a part of this movement by visiting driveoutdv.com and buy some merchandise. Buy the Hope is Stronger Than Fear t-shirt posted on your social media accounts and use the hashtag DriveOutDV to create a conversation. Please join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.